0: On this episode, we talk about how your view on people can fuel how you treat them and the importance of understanding how all our stories are connected.
1: I'd much rather Arabella or any child grow up with these huge dreams and huge expectations and teach them those things will take work, so let's work, than to shut it down from the gate and not teach them that it's worth trying for. Taking movies, decoding their message, and applying them for personal growth. This is Decrypted Films Podcast. And now, your host, speaker communicator Jag DeWar.
0: Okay, we have a bonus for the movie Moana. And the reason why we're doing this bonus is because the last scene of the movie not the very last but an important scene i really feel like we should jump on uh we have a special guest with us so first of all very Uh, special very special first of all we still have max here with us but we have a very very special guest she's the most specialist of all special guests of all time it is my wife tigris tigris i'm so glad that you're here
1: well thank you for having me
0: yeah (laughs) okay so the reason why i wanted her to be in this because the scene that we're talking about is when moana finally figures out that who who's
1: their name Taka.
0: Taka, we were bad with the names oh. takah is
1: actually tafiti
0: tafiti and she puts the heart into tafiti and it, and everything happens so the reason why I want to talk about this scene is because I feel like it has so much in it that we we can really pull out of and apply it. And so I wanted Tigress to be here because we would just have normal conversations about it. And how did you feel when you first saw that scene at the end?
1: The first time that I saw it, it was, I mean, obviously the graphics and stuff in the movie are Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, they did a really good job. So to seriously. watch all of the darkness break away, to watch mm. the the charcoal almost yeah. to fall off and reveal what was always inside of her. Yeah. Wow. It was just it was really, really incredibly beautiful to see. Yeah. And I love the fact that through the movie they kept saying to restore. Mm. the heart of tifiti so not just to bring it back not just to put it where it always was but to restore it which means bringing back what was always yeah uh, and to me that's just it's absolutely beautiful yeah. to see you know it was pain and brokenness and feeling like she had lost herself that had caused such an ugliness to come about her mm-hmm. but once her heart was restored she was restored So for me, that scene, it's always just been beautiful to watch what damage was done Mm -hmm. to see that restoration is possible.
0: Yeah, I want to I want to talk about that because that was a key thing. The second go round that I watched with this is just the restoration part. And it, it goes into the whole fact that there was something that clicked with Moana that once she figured out, hold on. That, the names are, I'm really bad. What's the name of the, the...
1: Lava Monsters. Lava
0: monster Taka. Taka. (laughs) Lava Monster. Taka. I'm going to say Lava Monster. I can remember that. (laughs) So the fact that she realizes that who the Lava Monster really is, she changed her approach towards her. Mm. And what I like is that I think in our lives, we need to look at people as they were intended to be, rather than looking at them as they are now, as far as like, all right, why are they acting up like this? Why are they being like that? Or how come you're not... How come you don't have higher standards or why is your mindset that way? And I feel like if we could treat people as they were meant to be, not what they are now, I feel like we would approach people differently. Um, I'm always remembering this one story where um, I forgot who the gentleman is, but there was a um, there was a study being done where these people, they told teachers that, listen, the, this group of kids they're like geniuses we, we measured their minds and everything and they're geniuses so just work with them but they're like they're geniuses and come to find out they they weren't it's just that the teachers were told that and the teachers treated them differently mm-hmm. and they became smarter but they were at so called at risk kids but they were treated differently and they their grades skyrocketed just because the teachers the teachers saw them differently so I that whole point of seeing people how they're intended to be, not what they are now. I thought that was key in in there. What do
2: you guys think? I mean, I definitely think is key. I think one thing that really um, we need to focus on when we look into people is not obviously not looking at the front cover of their book, but kind of understand how did they get there because yeah. you know Tiffany made a good point about restoring the heart. So obviously something needs to be restored and just looking at the surface and it's it's not going to restore the heart you know like really looking deep into it and see that journey uh, or the wrong path that they took and trying to find a place to help them and heal them for real um but uh, but one question i have is like how do you how do you go about restoring someone's heart how would one restore someone else's heart You know, you got any points or any thoughts on that?
1: Um, Well, I think a large part of that would have to do with like being discerning, you Mm -hmm. know, and actually taking the time to know someone's story, because it's really easy to judge an action. It's really easy to just go based on the surface when there's always so much. Deeper, Like there's so much going on beneath the surface that if you don't have that background, if you don't have that understanding, then you miss out on an opportunity to be able to help restore something. Because if you don't know where it came from, how can you get it back there? Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah? yeah.
0: You know what I like in, nowadays? Like when you think of a villain, you think about... um this is a typical villain that today I feel like there's a shift in how villains are portrayed because the dialogue or the writing, we, we don't want the old like there's just this villain just to be a villain to kill everything. And it, it, that's just boring now. But I love the backstories that they do. And I'm bringing that up because, um, Tigress, you mentioned how there are certain villains that you like for this particular reason. I wanted you to elaborate on on that. And it kind of goes with this,
1: yes, I, I do have a tendency to be a fan of the villains, um, usually because their behaviors are triggered by brokenness, mm-hmm. and I have a heart for the broken because, as you know, we're all broken in our own right, um, and I just I think because the world is so quick to judge action instead of learning someone. Mm-hmm. And because that has been my life story, it's something that I'm extremely sensitive to. So being able to really break down, okay, so they're a villain. They're acting out. Why are they acting out? So Mm -hmm. when you get that backstory, when you get to understand that it's not they they were quote unquote born that way, Mm -hmm. but there were triggers there were things in their lives there was abandonment there was rejection there was lack of love so now they're seeking attention because they lacked all of those things that to me tells me okay well if someone took the time to love them Mm -hmm. what would their life really look like now exactly
0: yeah i mean my thing is um people look at people like that now, where they're not focused on all the things that you're saying. They're more so looking at the old Disney type villains where it's just, they fell in this earth and they're a villain. It's like, I almost feel like that's how we as people treat other people who are either just acting out or, or we see them in the wrong light or they're just doing something against us. I feel sometimes that we don't, Consider, like you said, the backstory. And I feel like if we were to do that more, we wouldn't look at them as the old Disney villain of just, oh, you're just here to be a villain in my life and I need to fight against you. What do you you think
2: of that? I definitely uh, agree. I think... um One thing, uh, just just an example, is how they portray hip-hop artists right mm. now. Um, the fact that they come from these communities that are uh, extremely limited and and there's no resources whatsoever, and they don't know anything from the outside. And then you got these companies that would pick them out and yeah. make these songs, you know, just to make money out of what they rap about, basically, is what they go through. Yeah. and all of a sudden they're being attacked as villains and being called bad guys. And, and sadly to say, they're just voicing what they know, Yeah, you know, and that's all they know. Um, So I, I just true. think it's just hard and, and so wrong to actually not one, uh, take advantage of somebody else's lack of, of uh, brokenness mm-hmm. um, to make profit. But, just to have them target as villains yeah. and that you know, as a whole. Um, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I definitely think we we need to be willing to have way more understanding than than we're giving out. Um, Yeah, this scene, I mean, I feel like I have a lot of of points here. Anything that you saw, Tigris, that you felt was key in this scene that stood out to you? Because for one, while you're thinking about that, and Max, I don't know if you have anything, the part that I guess immediately hits me the most is just... I know it's small, but just the the placement of, of the fact that Moana just placed it there. Now, what had to happen was a path had to be created, almost, so that there was a way for them to connect. Okay. Because mm-hmm. um, the uh, what, volcano monster, I keep getting lava monster, monster. lava, lava t-ka. monster, Taka. Okay, lava monster, Takah. Uh, she couldn't get to. Moana because of the ocean and Moana once she realized that she took the challenge away so that they could connect and I feel like just in general there's a lot of for example like you're saying with the hip hop artists and I mean that's been going on for forever now like the way some of them are viewed um I feel like um the story, what they're going through, the backstory. When you take the time, like Tigra said, to to um, connect with them, you you have to create a path to be able to connect with them. But the part I want to get to is the fact that Moana had something that was made to p- be placed in that. Part And I, the key thing that I love is that the fact that I think we all have like a bag full of those little, little hearts, little rocks, little green rocks that I think if we encounter people, we all have a chance to place that, but we have to be willing to open up. Um, that obstacle that's between us get close enough because as Taka was getting closer to Moana, it got really intense and like almost scary. But Moana was just like, I'm, "I know what I'm doing. I'm here to place this in her." And so what I love is that we all have that something to place in somebody else to be free to be restored. But the fact that Moana had to make a choice of herself to leave the island and take this crazy journey, had she not done that, somebody else would miss out. And so the risks that we take to follow something that we feel led to follow, a dream or anything that we feel in our hearts and our desire, like, I, you know, I need to do this, something higher than ourselves... The fact that she chose to do that and go out and go through everything that she went through, she had something that somebody else um, was able to benefit from. And if she didn't, that person would lose out. And for me, that's both amazing and scary at the same time, because sometimes most people make decisions not
1: to
2: connect, not to want to pursue something. What are your thoughts? Um, I mean, the one one thing that I love that she did was, and I, it, it was great that you point out the whole path thing, but she held up the heart real high, and then uh, we spoke about this and how it glowed. And uh, immediately that reminds me of just making sure you shine your light to others, mm-hmm. um, because that basically is what people are attracted to, and once they see that, it help, it's like a yeah. domino effect of their light starts you know, yeah. shining, and then the next person. But if they were... Like, for example, if you're like a great poet and you, you like amazingly write some things down that could probably change your, someone else's life, but you're stuck in a room writing pages and, you, and you, put never, it, you put it in the shelf. You yeah. never leave the house. You never find a way to distribute it. You're not creating a path that could be able to help someone else on the other end um so so i I know a lot of artists and all different types of genres that just consume their shots their light or consume their talent and not distribute it out Mm -hmm. there not knowing that this could help people yeah but it's almost like a selfish act so um that that's That's how i feel
0: exactly about that uh like selfish or, or maybe in fear or multiple reasons. Like She, she could have kept that heart for herself, but yeah, she you know, had it in that little cover thing, just yeah. to protect it so that it wouldn't drop. But at the same time, she wouldn't have been
2: able to get to cause attention without letting it, letting it shine out. So, yeah. So basically so it's just, you know, if we got something to shine, you know, we all got a light to shine. We just got to leave the house and let it shine to the world. Um,
0: So true. So
2: true.
1: Yeah. For me, one of the other key things about The Pathway, um, rewatching the movie, it hit me just how deeply intertwined all of their stories were. Mm. And I think that's really easy to miss Because you think about Okay, so here's Moana She has a purpose Her purpose is to help her people But it went so much further back It went all the way back to Maui taking the heart from Ah, That's true. And Maui doing that Was a direct result of his own rejection issues From when Mm. his parents abandoned him Mm, So he spent his life seeking approval He spent his life seeking acceptance and he went and stole from someone else in an effort to heal a brokenness that was in him yeah. which caused brokenness in her which caused <laughs> you know at the beginning the grandmother when she's telling the kids the story and the fable she says without her heart tefiti began to crumble giving <laughs> birth to a terrible darkness yeah And it talked about how the darkness spread and began to consume island after island. Mm -hmm. And all of that was triggered by an event in Maui's life that he never got healing from. So it makes you wonder, so what was the deal with his parents that Mm -hmm. they abandoned him? You know, so it it tracks so much further back. And all of those things led to Moana having purpose. All of those things led to her needing to escape her island to fulfill her destiny in getting healing and not feeling accepted by her father, not being understood as who she is. Exactly. So everyone, all of these characters, their stories are so deeply intertwined and they came together without ever realizing it. I
2: never noticed that. That's amazing. All connected. Yeah. And it's, it's for
1: me, it was just a beautiful reminder. One of how, my unhealed brokenness can affect others yeah it's a ripple effect it goes a lot deeper but in the same breath my healing can do the same exactly so our stories are so deeply intertwined but if we never take the time to sit down and talk about it and share our pain and share our experiences then we miss those opportunities to say hey you know what me too Mm -hmm. I struggle with that too. So how can we walk this through together? How can we get healing together? Because after Maui didn't get the acceptance that he wanted from stealing the heart, Mm -hmm. he found his identity in his fish hook. Mm -hmm. And when he lost that, he felt like he was nothing. He says, I'm nothing without my hook. But then when it comes time for him to stand up and fight Taka at the end, the second time around... He says, hook or no hook, I'm Maui. still Maui. Yeah.
2: Nice. Wow. And
1: okay. that was a lesson that he never would have learned had he not stepped out and allowed his story to be transformed by someone who was trying to figure out her own.
0: Yeah. See, well, I, I love that, especially with the Maui part, you said, because how many years has he been alive? Like, I don't even know. Like, He said he got years. stuck
1: on that island for a thousand years after okay. stealing the heart.
0: So what I love about that part with with Maui and all the hook and everything he was doing that for thousands of years and the fact that that was it was the same rotation like he would go pick up islands get this for the people and all that but it wasn't until something broke that whole pattern of someone having to make a decision outside of her pattern which was living on the island going and now He's starting to see things within himself, like you said, Tigress. because someone else decided to break this pattern because we're, we're creatures of habit. We'll, we'll think the same in, in a pattern way. We'll do the same rhythms of life. And until s- something forced her. Even though she wanted to break the pattern, the pattern that she was in, which is her father and the island and all that, kind of kept her there. But something forced her out, which then forced him to realize all the things you said, Tigress, about himself, which then... Uh, I know there was a cli- you know a climax where th- he left because he was so angry because he thought he was losing himself. So I'm wondering if he had some time to think before he came back. But it changed everything once she- he did some introspection, something forced him to think um, of these things. But it's just the breaking of the patter- pattern, the rhythms that we fall into, that mm-hmm. it's not always bad, but y- you can fall into some mediocrity ways of standards and thinking and what i like is that um moana was there to be able to help to break that and like you said tiger see more of himself that no that's not true about yourself you're not the hook you are who you are the hook is just an addition to extend to extend yourself your personality your character but for for you yourself you are maui And and i love that part i love it cool you guys have any other things that you saw in this movie that stood out with with um, Moana and the heart?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, when she's singing her song to uh, Taka slash tifiti, mm-hmm. when she's coming towards yeah, her, yeah. the lava began to calm and the fire grew dim when she said, this is not who you are.
0: Mm, Yeah, that's true. I think
1: after a thousand years of being wrapped up in her pain, she herself had forgotten. This is not who I am. And when you you think about how easy it is to get lost in your suffering and how a lot of people become defined by their pain. Yeah. And a lot of people, you know, the response is, well, you don't know what I've been through no I don't but you're not your experiences Mm -hmm. you're not your experiences no matter how painful they were no matter how difficult they are that's not who you are yeah you know who you are who you truly are and that was when they were able to get past so that she could restore her heart and I think that's something that's also missing in in today's society is there's no encouragement to be who you really are. Mm. There's a lot of encouragement the opposite way. Be what others would expect you to be. Um, Be quote unquote successful, make a lot of money. Make Mm. sure
0: it looks like this. Exactly,
1: this is what success is defined as. Mm. But you can't fall into that because how many people are quote unquote successful but are living in complete pain and brokenness behind the scenes. So you have to define for yourself, what does success look like? For me, success looks like emotional health. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm not emotionally healthy, then no amount of money is ever going to help. Absolutely. You know, none of that will ever bring joy. Uh, And when you guys were talking about rappers before, um, what I was thinking was I'm really big on the labeling theory and mm-hmm. it's kind of like the inverse of the labeling theory. The labeling theory is all about what labels I accept. That's how I live things out. Uh-huh. But the inverse of that would be how I label someone else That's is true. how I treat them. Yeah. You know, and it's not fair because you think about my experiences shaping my point of view So who am I to project that onto someone else? And you think about Moana's father, Mm -hmm. right? That's exactly what he did. He took his fear, his anxiety, because of his experience and projected that not just on his daughter, but on an entire island of people that he would have doomed to death before he would step outside of his fear Mm -hmm. and think in different terms. And I I really feel like that's a huge trap that's set in the world right now. Yeah. You know, it's really scary to think when I look at my daughter to think big for her, to dream big for her, Mm -hmm. because you want safe. You want to know that she's going to be okay, You want to know that she's not going to be struggling. Yeah. But if that means that her character is not going to develop, like, which do I choose? Yeah. I will always choose character development over safety and security Mm -hmm. because that's what's going to help her in the long run. That's what's going to be able to be used for her to fulfill her destiny. Yeah. So I can't protect her from things because... Of how I view them through my personal framework. Yeah, we were talking about that
2: last night. How parents would kind of like already tell their kids, "Oh no, don't do that. You you shouldn't be that uh, when you grow up <sighs> oh because it, it's it's not going to work out." Based on their experience and their fears, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it's kind of hard that. You know, not just parents, but everyone does that where it's like, oh, man, I'm not going on like my, I, I make fun of my mother about this because she's like, oh, I don't like cruise boats. So I was like, oh, I'm going on a cruise. It's like, no, don't go on a cruise. That's bad. I was like, why? <laughs> because you're scared to go for cruise boats. It's like, no, no, this is going to happen. It's like, yeah, don't put your fears on me. Yeah, exactly. I could, I, I'll, I'll go where I want to. So because um, I have no fear. But then again, I got to think smart at the end of the day but yeah that that was interesting what you said about that and I definitely agree I mean
0: uh, there was a time me and Tigris we, we went to a baseball game and that was what we were talking about last night mm-hmm. is we went to a baseball game and we were sitting down and I think one row in front of us was a father and a son and what you know? He's watching the game. How old do you think he was?
1: I would say he was probably about five or six.
0: Five or six, man. And he is excited. I mean, you're at a baseball game, and all the action, all the noise, the excitement is it's all there. And so he's like saying to the dad, like, "Hey, look at the you know, look at the baseball players down there. Oh, you know, dad, you think that I can be a baseball player one day?" And what did the dad say?
1: He said, "No, a lot of." People want to become professional baseball players, so you need to find another dream because it's probably not going to work out.
0: And me and Tigers are sitting there. I'm like, are you serious?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Five years old, at the purest form, no fears or anything has creeped into his life to tell him no, 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 no. You want to like push that. It's like, okay, give some reality in a, in a positive way. It's like, okay... That's good. I love that desire. You have to work for it. You know, like Absolutely. it, it would have been better to say that. But he shut him down. Now the kid is probably thinking, don't even think about that. Like that yeah. uh, we were what this close to saying to the to the kid, like, listen, if you want to, just you gotta work hard for it. You can do what you want. But I, I wish the dad said that. Why didn't the dad say that? Because the dad probably wanted to be a baseball
2: right. player. And, and he that failed. And he failed. Yeah. That
1: that's exactly what i was thinking you know so where did his brokenness start that now he's projecting it onto his kid Mm. you know what failed dream did he have that he's trying to probably just protect his son Exactly. and sometimes protection causes much more damage than letting them dream yeah you know i would much rather i'd much rather arabella or any child grow up with these huge dreams and huge expectations and teach them those things will take work so let's work let's work let's work and then have it not work out
0: yeah exactly then to 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 shut it it
1: down down from the gate and not teach them that it's worth trying for you know because how many people have made things happen that didn't expect them to Mm -hmm. but they just figured you know what we're just going to try and see exactly. what happens.
0: And that's the part that scares me. And it goes back to what you were saying about Moana's father. It's just, I, I thought he, for so long, he accepted the island because the lyrics on the song, um, I, th- I, th- <laughs> I know Disney songs have, a you know, Disney movies have a lot of songs, but in this movie, it was just so appropriate where the first song was him um Talking about the island, but just saying that, you know, everything is where it needs to be here. Yeah. Like, you're okay here.
1: You will find happiness right where you are. Right where you
0: are. There's no need to go out there. And in my mind, the next go round um, that we were watching it recently, I thought to myself, okay, this is so appropriate that it's a song because it has to be repeated enough for him to be convinced because i'm pretty sure like they said they revealed like oh no he was once you moana he was once he wanted to go out there but something happened Mm -hmm. and then pain happened guilt happened all all these things probably happened to him where his best friend died and he couldn't do anything about it so i'm pretty sure he had to convince himself so that the part of him that knows he needs to go out there and keep pushing he needed to convince himself to say like no it's it's here happiness is where I am here and now that song is spreading out through everyone else he gives birth um, you know they have a child Moana and now starting to program her mind to say like hey happiness is right here so again back to the past hurts that we shouldn't project onto other people because you don't know what's being revealed like you don't know what's coming and I I can't not say this there's a book out that I love this portrayal of it where um, it's from Andy Andrews, The Traveler's Gift. Yes. Such a good book. And at the end of the book, not giving things away or messing it up, the idea that one person was visiting this big, let's say it's a warehouse of just a bunch of stuff just things that this person never seen like look at this device look at that device look at these photos of people and all those things like he's seeing these things and he's asking the person that's kind of the host of this warehouse and saying like what are all these things and then come to find out these are all the ideas and dreams that never happened like there's cures for diseases that are there that never happened because people were too afraid to do it. Didn't want to take the risk. Like in my mind, they
1: gave up right before they were about to receive. That's
0: what it was. They gave up right before they could have got that cure for the disease or that idea for this device or any crazy thing. And it's the most saddest thing to hear and, and to read in this book because what was lost because of fear or 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 worry or, or just not wanting to take the risk we lost something in this world. So it's like going back to us right now, the things that we're feeling, the desires, the the ideas, the that stuff that's burning up inside, like should we go or not? But well, what about finances or anything like whatever it takes. I mean, you know, legally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whatever whatever it takes within, you know, the right path. To, to pursue it because you don't know what is, you don't know what you're about to produce. You don't know how close you are that other people can benefit from, that you can place that heart into other people that then they can shine and, and be something else.
1: Yeah, I also just want to bring up the article that I read about this scene yes, after the movie first came so, out. So true. And I mean, you know, I am a fairly emotional person and I cry pretty easily I sobbed reading this article Um, this woman talked about how she was watching Moana with her four-year-old daughter and this scene came on and she just completely broke down she completely shattered when she heard the lyrics to the song and when she saw the transformation that took place when the heart was restored. Mm. And her husband was like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) This is a child's movie. (laughs) What is wrong with you? And she began to share how she had been sexually abused as a child. And she always felt like that had stolen something from her. And she never felt whole. And to hear the words... They have stolen the heart from inside you but this does not define you this is not who you are you know who you are Mm -hmm. it was able to break through a a wall that she had erected trying to hide that part of herself and keep that part of herself at bay because it hurt too much to have it exposed Uh, but having that wall shattered and hearing those things hearing those truths enabled her to heal through what was supposed to be a kid's movie wow you never know what's going to speak to you you never know what word is going to be said that's going to literally transform someone's entire life and their entire way of being which is why you have to be extremely intentional with the words that come out of your mouth Mm -hmm. absolutely with the so the looks that come across your face <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> personal conviction guys sorry um my facial expressions always tell much more than and I, I want them to so i'm working on it but those things really 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 can make a deep impact but you'll never know if you never put it out there
0: that's so true yeah, that's so true. Going back to like we were talking about earlier, how you view people is, is how you treat them. And you have, like you said, you have no idea where it's going to take them. So mm-hmm. keeping that in mind, being sensitive, having empathy, trying to understand people's story. And our stories are all connected if, if we want to see that or not. And I think Absolutely. that's that's just key here. But this is a tradition. We already gave our rating. From one to five, what do you rate the life application, like the life lessons from the movie Moana? Drum roll, please.
1: Tigers. That would at least be a 4.99. Oh,
0: wow. Oh, 4. Come at on. Least. So we're at We're going to say five, right? <laughs>
1: at, least. <laughs> at least. At oh, least. Nice. Because there's so much in the movie. Yeah. It's not, I don't believe in wasting my time. Mm-hmm. Right? I've watched this movie over and over and over. Yeah. Because there's always something to learn from it. You Even just listening to the album. Oh,
2: yeah. The lyrics,
1: even yeah. just listening to the album, this tradition is our mission. And Moana, there's so much to do. What? What? Why <laughs> would tradition be a mission? I'm not a traditional person. Exactly. And I believe wholeheartedly that tradition often when it's repeated too much, can lead to death. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of so, creativity so. and joy and peace and understanding and the ability to explore. Um, you think about the fact that her father and mother named her Moana, which means ocean, ocean, and he spent his life trying to keep her away from what he named her. What? It's exactly. like, come on. Oh, come on, be intentional with what you name your children. Yeah. Think about, what you're going to be calling them the rest of their life, and understand that it has more to say than just the letters that are arranged. Mm-hmm. You know, Tiffany means incarnation of Christ. Mm-hmm. Ha! If I'm reminded of that every time someone calls my name, mm-hmm. then I have to transform how I live to m- live up to my name. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, you being called Jag, it's a reminder for you of who you really are. Yeah. You know, so every time they call this girl the ocean and then they try to keep her away from her (laughs) destiny, like, how how does that match up? So we need to be intentional in remembering those things when we have children who are around us, Mm -hmm. you know, don't treat them as just someone else. There isn't there's intention in every person. There's intention in every name, or at least there should be. Yeah. You know, so there there's just so much that can be learned from this movie if you take the time to sit down exactly. and actually really watch it as more than just a kid flick. It's not something just to keep a child occupied. Not you can learn so much and it can transform your life if you're willing to apply it.
2: I don't even think they have any kid flicks out there. It's like all for <laughs> adults <now. Yeah. laughs> All yeah, these like, cartoons. You can watch like, as a kid, but
0: adults, yeah, like, we know you're bringing them, yeah, So we're trying to get you It's for you. you. Too. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, this movie is just too good. And um, we all gave it fives. And it's because the ocean, um, going out into the ocean, the the uncertainty, just the craziness, the ups and downs, the waves, it, it just matches life so much that it is spoke so well. Absolutely. If you enjoyed the great content from this episode, share this with somebody who could use it. We are dropping these weekly, so don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. We would greatly appreciate it. And thank you for joining us on the Decrypted Films podcast. Catch you on the next one.